On today's podcast, I'm interviewing Jasmine from the company Lovari. If you don't know the brand, it's an amazing, beautiful activewear for women using sustainable material. And today I want to know more about how she's still managing her 95 jobs, if she has any tips starting her company, what was the reason for starting her company, and any healthy nutrition tips that she's maybe following. evening Jasmine so nice to have you in our podcast today oh thank you yeah thanks for inviting me this is actually my first podcast as well so it's super exciting great yes so we just started with our podcast this like over the end of 2022 and we always love to interview people that are either having their own business they're into health and fitness so that's why we also want to like we're so happy to interview you and we just had a little chit chat before I think already you have an amazing energy so it's I'm 100% sure that this uh, interview would also inspire a lot of other people so please tell me first a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So um, I am a marketing manager um, during the day. So I work for um, quite a big brand called Ford. <laughs> you might have heard of it, the cars. Um, I, I work for them as their marketing manager in the UK. And then by night and at the weekends, I run my slow luxury activewear brand, Lavari. Um, so Lavari is all about making pieces um, that are super sexy, make you feel really good in your activewear and yeah, just have as little as impact on the planet in the in the process. So all about kind of using sustainable materials, using sustainable like um, solutions and, and small batch production as well in, in Portugal is super important to us. So yeah, it's a bit about me. Nice. And how did you started the idea or where did the idea came from to start your own activewear brand? It actually happened probably about two and a half years ago. Um, like most people during COVID, I had way too much time on my hands, couldn't really go anywhere in the evenings. And I actually read um, a book by someone called Jay Shetty. Have you ever heard of Jay Shetty? Yeah, I think like a morning. Please yeah. don't. <laughs> I'm obsessed with Jay Shetty. Oh, oh good. Yeah. And I, I'd already had I'd already had this kind of feeling in me that I wanted to launch a business. I wasn't really sure what I wanted it to be. So actually, before I got the idea for Lavari, I'd, I'd actually started looking into launching a beauty brand because um, I, I was really interested in beauty and kind of organic beauty and things like that. So I started to go down the avenues of of launching that. Um, found out that it's actually really hard to, to launch a beauty brand and. Mm-hmm. Minimums are huge, so you just need a lot of money to to do it. And I, it was, more, yeah, it was more money than I was willing to kind of put up. So then I kind of went back to the drawing board, and at the same time, I was reading Jay, Shet- Jay Shetty's book. Um, and he's got, book. yes, and he's got a part, um, a chapter in there all about purpose. Um, and he talks about basically, in effect, finding kind of something that you enjoy doing, something that you can be paid for, um, something that's going to give back to the world and, and all that kind of stuff. So it was I really like sat down and thought about, OK, what do I like doing? Where do I spend a lot of my time? Um, and I love working out. Um, it, it literally just changed everything to, for me in terms of like my wellness journey and stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I, I spent a lot, lot of time in the gym um, and then also um I, I like buying activewear, wearing activewear. So it all, it kind of just came to be like the, the point in the middle. It seemed like activewear was going to be 
the place to be. I'd also got a lot more interested in sustainable brands. I used to definitely be that girl that would just shop at Zara without thinking twice about it. And then the older I've got, the more I've learned, like, that's not the way to be. And and I, I guess like a lot of people, we just kind of got a lot more educated. I think like with TikTok and stuff like that, you learn about kind of the real dark side of fast fashion. Um, so yeah, so all of those things kind of came together and it was like, okay, sustainable activewear, let's make a sustainable activewear brand. Um, but then it was, I, I really started to think about how I could actually do things a bit differently. There's so many brands out there um that kind of obviously dominate the market today and I just really felt like they were missing activewear that like genuinely makes you feel really really sexy so I no one seems to use that language which I find really strange because when you think about it activewear is like it's super tight fitting like revealing but when we use that language when we talk about lingerie and bikinis and things like that but no one ever talks about activewear making you feel sexy and that's exactly how you want to feel when you're wearing activewear you don't want to have to think about how you look you want to be able to focus on whatever you're working out and whatever class you're in so yeah my focus was all about like what elements can I bring in from things like corsets and and um, dresses that just make me feel really good how can I bring them into activewear um, to create something that's that's different and that just makes you feel really good. So, yeah, that was what created Lavari. And hopefully you can see it in our designs that they are super feminine, but they're not kind of over the top and frilly or anything like that. It's all about just like accentuating all the parts that you'd want to. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so you can just focus on whatever you're whatever you're doing, whether you're working out, going to a coffee. Yeah, your activewear's got your back, basically. <laughs> That's wonderful. So then you had your own like sketches and then you went to looking up. Was it easy to find like a manufacturer or a producer, someone who could actually have the materials uh, together? Um, no, I, I found it quite hard, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I, I've not got a background in fashion at all. So I, I've worked in the automotive industry since I um kind of got a graduate job um so I was literally starting with no contacts no idea what on earth I was doing um but luckily I found a lady in London that um was a pattern maker so basically how it works when you work with factories you draw up a design your pattern maker or someone that can make um something called a tech bag will make the tech bag which is basically a bit like instructions to give to a factory um, so it will say, this is this um, crop top, these are all the materials that you need to use, these are the kind of stitching and how um, big it should be for each measurement. It goes like into thorough detail about each design. You then give that to the factory and then just see what on earth they yeah. create, basically. And, and that's kind of like a really good test for a factory to see how closely they can get it to what firstly you were hoping for and also what the tech pack is is actually yeah. said that they should do so I sent it out to um I think maybe it might have been like five different factories at the beginning that literally I just found by getting into like the depths of Google and hearing also from kind of um I have got a couple of friends that have got brands so like hearing if what they'd said and if they could recommend anyone but Sadly, a lot of the people that I know have got kind of like horror stories from working with factories. So it is really difficult to find a really good factory. Um, so, yeah, so I, I've sampled with about five 
one of them came back and it was just horrific. The top was wonky and so they were out straight away. <laughs> it was so bad. Um, and then the others um, I actually went to see. So um, they were all based in Portugal. So that was super handy. Um, and then, yeah, I selected the one that we work with now um, just because I got a really good vibe from them, could see their their production facilities. And yeah, we kind of went from there. But it was a long process, an expensive process. <laughs> Oh, wow. What would you advise anyone that wants to, that also have maybe the same where reading the book of Jay Shetty, all about finding a purpose to start a business? What would be your like number one advice for someone also think or listening now thinking, hey, maybe I want to also find yeah. my purpose? I would say just kind of like don't wait until you have the money that you think you might need or say for example with Lavari, I, I needed a fair bit of money to actually place that first order um but often you can do a lot of work before you actually have got to that point so you can think about your brand your positioning your customer and where you want to be in the market so if it is a brand that you want to do don't wait till you feel like you have the money because you could have done kind of a year's worth of work before you get to that point so I would just say like just get going with it you're never gonna get rid of that feeling of wanting to do it until you do it and that was kind of something I kept telling myself it was like I don't want to be 40 and look back and be like I should have given this a try do you know what I mean so yeah what's the worst that can happen and I honestly think so I it's kind of interesting I, I got promoted at work and, I, and I'm convinced it's because I have like upskilled myself so much since learn like starting Labari. I've had to learn ads. I've had to learn like everything because you have to be everyone in the business at the start. And I honestly think that helped actually my my day to day job. And like again, so I've literally got nothing to lose. I'm just like investing in myself, which is investing in the brand. And do you know what I mean? It all kind of comes full circle. So realistically, the risk is is not that big. It's just money at the end of the day, isn't it? Like we can get that back. So. That's beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, and talking a bit, a bit, a little bit more about health and 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 maybe also a little bit more about nutrition. Yeah. How do you how do you bring us a little bit in uh, into a day? How do you start? So you already have your your day to your your nine to five job. What yeah, do you yeah. do in terms of like fitness, food, maybe some nutrition? How do you manage your day? Yeah. So I I am a bit of a kind of stickler for a routine. I. I'm not very good when I'm not in a routine. Like I don't love traveling for work and stuff like that because I love my routine when I'm at home. So I like to wake up. The first thing I do is go to the gym. Um, I just find that if I get that done first, I'm just set up for the day. I find it so much harder to go in the evening. And to be honest, I love just like I walk to the gym in the morning. It's super peaceful. It's just, yeah, really nice. It's like a really nice time, I think. Um, I time do you go to the gym? Say again? What time? Yeah not that early to be honest I, so I get there for like half seven so I'm not like a 5am yeah I was already five a.m. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm definitely kind of the person that I, I need to sleep and obviously with doing Lavari and stuff often I'm not getting to bed until like midnight so I really do need to be in bed till like seven um so I get up I go to the gym um I'll do probably like 50 to 50 minutes to an hour there walk back um and then If I've not got any kind of like half nine, nine o'clock meetings, I'll do like a 10 minute meditation, um, literally just like a bit of breathing work. Um, I tend to be preferring at the minute rather than kind of listening to anyone or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then 
what's really something I've been really enjoying at the minute is I come back and I have, um, I guess it's a bit like hydration smoothie. So I have like celery, cucumber and spinach and I just blend it in water. Um, And the reason for that is that I was listening to a podcast with this lady on it that I think she's called like the glucose goddess or something. But she's so honestly, like some of the tips that she gives are so helpful just for kind of like, so I, I, I'm like a real sugar craver, (laughs) Um, especially like throughout the day. So maybe like 3 p.m. I'll be craving sugar so she talks about all the things you can do to kind of stop that but you have to do it like really early on in the day so she says like the first thing that you should eat should be green um basically so that that is basically my my version of doing that so before I blend it or is it just you put it in 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 a in a cup or you just also blend it I blend it yeah so um yeah blend it with just like kind of a glass of water drink that um, also drink some water and then I'll just sit down and have my breakfast and my coffee. Um, I am trying to like move a little bit to have matcha, but I, I do enjoy my morning coffee. So I've kind of stuck with it, but I am trying to, I, in fact, I've got quite good at not having a second coffee. And if I do want another caffeine boost, then I, ha- then I'll have matcha if you get what I mean. But yeah, yeah I, I just enjoy the the first coffee. It's, it's quite a nice time. It has many health benefits also too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I I do like to have it with um like full fat um coconut cream. It's just yeah. I, I I guess I don't know if that's kind of like a bulletproof coffee or not, but um yeah, I, I love the taste of it and I guess it's like lots of healthy fats, so that's good. And then go to work, obviously. So I'll usually not eat then until like lunch. And then again, I'm pretty um I've been quite a big like good routine of just I generally just have a chicken salad for lunch so I'll cook a chicken like a whole chicken on Sunday and then that'll kind of do me for a lot of the week and I'll just mix it up with like what kind of salad that I have with it um and then in the evenings tend to just use um we've got an air fryer so we kind of air fry certain things and yeah it'll just be that and some veg or you know what I mean I try try to keep it quite healthy at least like during the week and then at the weekends I'm a bit more flexible with um yeah I I don't like to feel like guilty if I'm going to go out and have a nice meal because I, I know for a fact that I've, I've kind of eaten pretty consistently throughout the week so yeah a bit of balance that's a great tip so also like for example for other people trying to have a more healthy lifestyle yeah I'm hearing already from from you it's like having a good routine maybe yeah. is also helpful for because it's just in your daily it's almost like a habit yeah 100 and I just feel I really feel the difference when I'm not doing that so say like say if I'm traveling for work the food options are never great and, and I come back and I just feel just a bit sluggish and tired and and it's just because like I've not had like all the, the greens and and the kind of um yeah just like the healthy fats and things like that it's much harder to get I think when you're when you're traveling and it's not in a place that um yeah you can get the foods that you like so Absolutely. yeah routine is key and I'm happy to hear that you're all about healthy fats definitely yes I actually went I was keto for a for a fair while actually it's probably interesting saying it but I so I was a vegan for a little while um and then I started at a new gym and part of the gym was um like a nutrition program and they basically um advise that everyone at least tries keto for like the first two weeks and then you kind of introduce 
um, some more carbs. And I was like, that is literally the opposite of my diet that I'm doing right now. Like I'm eating no meat, like very low fat, really. And then pretty much a lot of carbs and a lot of protein just where I could. But so I was like, you know what, I'll give it a try. Um, Like I was, I was a vegan because I just wanted to try it out and I I kind of enjoyed it and it forced me to um, try new recipes and things like that. But I wasn't kind of super passionate about doing it um so I was like okay I'll give it a try and literally two weeks in I looked better than I'd ever looked I felt better than I'd ever felt and I was just like oh my gosh like the difference was just crazy so yeah ever since then I I generally I I'm not I'm not keto now but I I try to follow like quite a lowish carb yeah yeah like no bread um yeah no kind of if I, I do have carbs, it'll be like rice and things like that. But um, yeah, I, and it just works better for me. I guess everyone's different. I think if I was training like really hard, doing lots of running, obviously I would need to have a lot more carbs. But yeah, for me, it works. So And that's yeah. so interesting because a lot of people really believe still that you need carbs the moment when you are lifting heavier and stuff like that. But there are now also more researches from people just doing a more, I would say, keto or a bit more carnivore yeah. approach. Yeah. The protein is really, of course, what is striving and what is going to give us energy, but also for muscle repairs and really also to build on muscle. It's the protein, definitely, uh, I believe that we need more of. For sure. Yeah, and especially when you're into fitness and uh, so it's it's interesting you went from a from a vegan and to (laughs) it was like yeah another world they were like yeah you're gonna have to have like the bacon with all and I was like what this is so far from what I'm used to but honestly it it worked and 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 to be honest it wasn't a lot of bacon really it was more like nuts eggs like the kind of good stuff um but yeah I, I would recommend I would recommend everyone that like at least try it and just see how you feel and then you don't have to live like that like all the time but it's good to know like okay this this does work for me or it doesn't and then I find now if ever I'm feeling a little bit rubbish I will just give it a go for maybe like a week so I I probably don't even go into ketosis but just to kind of give my body a bit of a break from carbs and obviously the inflammation that it causes and stuff I think it's a good good way to go yeah I have also like for me I've been already for a long time uh, keto obviously going out of keto as well yeah um, where specifically of course when it's um, a weekend you list a drink a yeah. uh, wine more maybe you will go out of keto and over the last year I've also been more towards okay it's just you know already and I like that about keto because it makes you learn a lot about food yeah. and just feel like okay this is what how my body reacts to it you also feel more that you can listen to your body because you can see a difference between the type of food that you're eating or the type of sugars and now I'm tending more towards that what if I feel um that you see it even like if you're more stressed if as me from my own experience but stress with work I tend to want sugars yeah for sure like okay if I probably I didn't have enough fat or I didn't have enough protein and then I'm I'm making this switch and then sometimes you just indulge but then knowing that the type of sugars and keeping the sugars low you would then make a recipe yourself making something and then your craving kind of disappears it's something so yeah. it's so interesting interesting the keto that it's it's going to help a lot of people just the knowledge about food in general and the importance of keeping your sugars as low as possible especially for like I have friends with younger kids 
I see that it's amazing if you put the kids not yet addicted to sugars at a young age. To have it from fruits. And of course, don't be afraid of the carbs, obviously. Our carbs are good. Yeah. Other type of carbs. Fascinating. I do. It is more like a mind game, isn't it? Like your brain telling you like you need sugar, but actually like you can give it almost like a, a hint of it, but you can do it in a much better way. So even just like, like dark chocolate, for example, that's so much better than going straight for like a cookie. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And then especially, for example, with our chocolates from Funky Fat Chocolates, the fact that it has more fat towards the chocolates with the MCT is going to make you feel like full which is sure. I think also glucose goddess, the um, uh, the woman you mentioned, she also has this interesting um, research where she says also like have your, I think it's like have your carbs with a fat and yeah. then you, your blood sugars. Uh, oh yes, it's I think it's like because of the, um, if you just eat an apple, you will have a, a, a sugar. Yeah, I know what you mean. With a fat, you don't have that high sugar. Yeah. So interesting. She, I, I love the thing I loved about her was like she was like you don't need to change your entire life to kind of control like your sugar blood sugar going up and down and she was like there's even such like really simple things where even if you just start your meal by trying to eat some of the greens first that's going to really help how your body will react to when you then do go have the carbs within your meal and say if you then wanted to have something that was a bit more sugary after your meal have it then and not first thing in the morning when it's just going to spike your blood sugar for the entire day, which I thought was fascinating. She also said something about like, you can, I think she said you can half the um, kind of blood sugar impact that a meal will have by having something like, she basically says to have vinegar after a meal, which obviously is pretty intense, but even just something like a lemon water, like, because it's, um, I guess like acidic, it helps like balance everything out, which is just, it's like so easy to do, but you just kind of don't really think about it. Yeah, no, it's really interesting. It's definitely, I think more people at the end, well, it's all about also knowing your body and then experiment, Mm. be not afraid of like experimenting a little bit with, how your body reacts to it and not just following a straight standard uh, type of approach. I'm trying at the minute, um, there's a supplement called Inistol, Incitol or something, which is basically like, again, just to help with blood sugar. Um, I think they give it to people that have um, PCOS. Yeah, I I, I know it from this. I also tried to, I did it for a few months. It helps definitely with also, especially in the morning, I felt uh, sometimes really like already, like if I had already sugar uh, and then it definitely, if you have it in the morning with fat, that's very important to have it maybe with your, your, your fatty coffee for yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying it. I, I can't say I know for sure if it works or not for me yet, but it, cause it's only been like two weeks, but um, yeah, I'm keen to see if it does work. Cause I, I read that it can help with just, general hunger because I I am someone that I could just eat and eat and eat and like I don't know if it's because I train my yeah I'm I'm hungry quite a lot so I have to eat quite like voluminous food so I'll eat like a big salad or like chicken with a lot of veg and I guess for someone that's 
my size like I'm, I'm not too big but I eat the same amount of food as my boyfriend which he is a lot bigger <laughs> so I just I kind of got to the point where I'm like okay maybe I should look at seeing if if this is something to do with my blood sugar or if it's just because I'm I'm training I, I don't know but yes. yeah <laughs> embrace it right if you just uh, I mean you look amazing so I think it's all good and I think it's something definitely that we um for some people they tend to have like just bigger meals at once and other people just like the fact that they are not I like it to just eat enough that I'm like no I'm full I want to yes. eat <laughs> like this all the time this little bite or a little snack and then no it's it's not for me I prefer also yeah, the big same. meals definitely. <laughs> same. what else can we expect from Lovari are there any like what are your your goals so still also, you say Lavari so nice. You say yeah. it so oh. and I, I've like enjoyed it. No, you say it beautifully. Um, so definitely next up, we are looking at. I always say we, but it is literally just me. I am looking at next collections. So um, really, I was like with Funky Fat Foods. I'm already four years in business, and <laughs> I've been alone for the first two years. But I always said we, we because you. Yeah. Also, it's. It, I think it's also going back to the Jay Shetty. It's yeah. something that you have to also see yourself, also the life already that you want to live, right? Yeah, it's really creating the what you say, what you do, what you think. It's all going to affect uh, a lot, and also yeah. it all manifests. And of course, <laughs> so it's we. <laughs> it's we. So we we're working on our next collection. Um, so I do have the next collection, like the designs ready. Um, I just want to see we're basically testing a new factory at the minute in London um I love the idea of just them being so close like they're literally half an hour away um and I'm a bit of a control freak so I it, yeah I just love that idea of just being able to pop around there and see how everything's going and yeah so I'm trying that out seeing how that goes um sampling with them at the minute some of the new designs should actually get that back this week which is quite exciting it's always like really nerve-wracking so I, I like never want to I like want to see the sample but I also don't want to see the sample I always like get, get a bit scared but um one way yeah. or the other it can be really yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll know straight away whether they're gonna whether it's gonna work out or not um but yeah regardless of whether we, we go ahead with the London factory we've obviously got our factory in Portugal um so we'll probably just be re at least first replenishing our current designs because some of the collections sold out which is super nice but also super unexpected so yeah there's always a bit of a delay getting that stock back because they are a really small factory and, and it does take them a bit of time um and then yeah like I say moving on to the new collection um and then also new colors of our first collection like we always get dms saying like oh i love this in people really want it in like a an, es an espresso -y color like a chocolatey kind of color which yeah. is interesting um i've had a couple of requests about that what the colors like creams like neutrals people definitely seem to want kind of like the muted tones which is great because that's definitely what what i'm really into but i we we launched in in black because yeah I just wanted to test it and see yes. what people like um so yeah now that we've done that definitely new colors and to be honest I really want to just like look at new markets um for example Dubai I think could be a great place for Lavari. um but it's it's no small feat going into that market so we'd need to basically become like a registered company over there you have to get like citizenship and it's quite a lot of work so I just want to make sure we're at the right place before I actually look to to move into those markets and also just events so we're actually we've actually got 
as, as you know, we've got an event um, coming up um, and I just want to do more of that, to be honest, like definitely bring some of our customers there as well. So we'll be inviting some of our customers that are based in London to the event and obviously influencers as well. But I'd love to do an event also in New York where we seem to have some customers and then also in LA would be super cool. And it's a great excuse to travel out there as well. So Amazing. I love this. How did it really like, how did you really create it a client's tell? Like how did you already from had a, a budget ready for like advertise, uh, advertisement? Yeah, I did. I did invest quite heavily into ads to be honest, at, at the start. Um, mostly because I just felt like that was going to be a better spend than maybe blowing like £2,000 on an influencer, for example. Like, I feel like you can just see, you can literally see the numbers, can't you, whether it's working or not. So I spent a fair bit of time before Lavari launched to grow our email list. Um, and don't get me wrong, it, was, it wasn't huge by any means. We only had, I think it was like a thousand and something people, but that was way more than we had on Instagram at the time. Like I think I had when I launched, I don't know, maybe like 500 followers. We don't, we don't have a lot of followers now, but it's pretty hard to grow, I found on Instagram just in general. Um, yeah. if you have legit followers in a sense that they like the brand they follow it they they become a customer loyal customers it's so yeah. valuable and they the moment when you launch in the the new collection they buy it as well perfect yeah exactly so I I'm kind of just focused on growing my, the email list I think that's a really kind of solid way to at least communicate with customers and obviously it's always lovely when people respond and, and stuff like that so yeah definitely focused on ads and then also I, I've kind of been focusing as well just like doing a lot of um gifting but with smaller influencers I found as has actually worked slightly better um because we, we've had influencers shout, shout us out that have maybe got like a million followers and it's, it's had like no impact whereas I've had an influencer that's she posted and her content was beautiful and, and that had like more effect. So that's kind of the way where I'm focusing some of the attention, which is is great because um obviously some of the smaller content creators are, are super keen to work with brands as well, like new brands. So yeah, that's kind of where where I'm focusing at the minute. Oh, that's amazing. I think that's really and especially if you're going into new markets, I mm. think something especially for other markets too they always love a brand from outside right if you're like a UK brand but then uh, either you have your factory in Portugal or it's created in the UK I think that's very interesting yeah yeah I'd love to I'd love to think about how we enter mar like some of the markets in Asia because I just think that could be yeah huge but I, I think it's just going to be a whole nother challenge so I think initially Dubai is probably the, the first market outside of Europe that we'll we'll probably consider launching in and then yeah then go into Asia because they there's another there's a couple of sites out there that are like your um I guess a bit like a almost like an activewear marketplace they, they've got a couple of big sites out there like you know a bit like Bandier and things like that there's there's versions of those in in Asia that would be incredible and and to be honest long term I would love to be on those those sites so like like I say the bandiers the um the sports edits all, all the kind of bigger sites but right now I just want to grow my own customer base so I think there's a bit of a worry that you could go too soon into something like that and, and not get your own customer base and yeah it would be hard to then know what to do next because you've not got the connection yourself if that makes sense so yeah, we're not rushing anything but also keen to grow <laughs> 
oh, but I, I mean, you're unstoppable. You have a <laughs> job, you do everything yourself. So I guess it's the customer service, it's the designs, it's me. Oh, thank I you. Wow. That's <laughs> I think really for me already super inspiring to oh, and 100% you're thriving and you're gonna get everything what you want out of this. And I think also the fact that you're so passionate and it's it's going back. I always, I don't know why, but I always talk with Jay Shetty, like talk about <laughs> Shetty. So it's ending again that the fact that you found your purpose and yeah. it's making like other people, other women happy wearing it and feeling sexy, what you say. That's yeah. incredible. I think you can just feel it, can't you? When I, I read something where it was just like when you can obviously just like lose hours doing something. And, and don't get me wrong, like some days I'm like, oh, it's a slog. Like I, I just want to chill and I maybe don't want to work all evening. But when I do get into it, I, I love it. And I'll just I could lose all evening doing it. So I think that's when, you know, you're like onto something that yes. and as well, when you feel like you're kind of you're naturally good at good at something like I've done jobs before where I'm just terrible at them like I actually studied law at uni and I it was a terrible fit like I should never have done law I was it was not for me at all and it's took me so long to work out like actually marketing and brand and and that's where my passion is not in law and, and stuff like that so I think yeah when you find your thing then you you're gonna be onto a winner I think yeah amazing thank you so much really it's so so lovely to chat yeah it's something so like I feel already so inspired it's great and (laughs) no I'm 100% we're gonna follow you and just see like the whole journey we're gonna follow definitely and uh, thank you I I want to know so much more about you we'll have to catch up after so I knew this is gonna we'll have another one we won't have another (laughs) catch up or when I come to UK yeah when when are you gonna come are are you booked to come for now uh, I think around April but I will let you know perfect yeah no that'd be brilliant we'll grab a coffee that'd be fab fantastic oh amazing well thank you and the interview where can um people find you so on Instagram we are lavari the label um and yeah our website is lavari.co so it's pretty simple perfect thank you so much